You know what I'm wondering is since this podcast getting crazy mm-hmm. and like I wonder when I die if my tongue will be incorruptible. <laughs> I wondered that myself. You were yeah. wondering that about me as well? Yeah, I was wondering about that about you. Not surprised. Yeah. Here's the thing. Should we start shaving <laughs> pieces of our tongue off just like a little each That day is the thing, isn't it? <laughs> we should think about that for sure. Well, because what I'm thinking... Let's take, a, let's take a poll and just... Like, whoever's the first to ever email threedogsnorth at gmail.com can give us the answer to whether or not we should start shaving pieces of our tongue off. Well, I was and thinking... And putting them in tiny glass bottles... To be first class relics someday. Well, I was thinking they might want them for altars someday. So, first class yeah. relics. Exactly. Thinking about others, Connor. You just never know. Three Dogs North is an attempt to objectify the subjective with little violence as possible. The following has been torn from its origins in space and time and put entirely at your disposal. Um, I, this is, this is crazy. What just made me think of this? You know what's interesting? Go ahead. Then I have something interesting. Okay. So I, I had a a short thing with my aunt when, back home for Easter. You, the way that you just said like, ah, what was it that I was thinking of? It's like this thing in your brain that you're trying to access. And you're, it's like in a sense you're searching around for it, uh, it reminded me of something that she did. So she was like planning ahead and she was trying to mark a date for May or something like that, like May 11th. <coughs> God bless you. And that'll be a bleep. And all she knew was like she wanted to schedule something on May 11th, but she knew that there was something on that day. Yeah. And it was like this <laughs> blockade in her head. Yes. And she was like, I can't put it there. I don't know why, but like there's something on that day. I don't know, like, how our brains could possibly... Know that there's something Like, there's... And she doesn't even know what it is, but it's Mm -hmm. there. And now she can't put anything else there because she knows there's a blockade. It's probably the fluoride, man. Fluoride? Back to the fluoride. We gotta capture our ideas, man. The mind is for having ideas, not holding them. Yeah. Like a great man once said. That's why the iPhone, dude, is saving my life right now. With all the stuff I have to do, Mm -hmm. like... Seminary, parish, ordination prep. I'm, you know, custodian of some fish at the moment. <laughs> Got a lot of things on my plate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, whose fish are you custodian for? Well, Adam. Oh my gosh. Adam, Those things who, survived? Can you believe it, dude? I think they were getting to Finrot status. Oh. Mind you, these are like, these are like dime feeder fish gold fish things right and uh, but he was going home for holy week he was thinking well I gotta start moving stuff out because I'm graduating and uh, he tells me like I'm just gonna flush the fish I'm I'm somewhat personally invested in these fish because two of them belong to my niece they were the property of my niece and I told her when they moved to Dallas I said I have a friend who has a fish tank and I can take them put some of her fish in there I gave one to, to Ralph who I trust with my life 
of my fish. <laughs> uh, he's a great fish fish man. He does yeah. a good job with those fish. Adam, not so much because with whatever antibacterial stuff he we've discussed this. It looked like it looked like a big box of gravy that had some koi fish floating around in it. Dude, I think he's trying to he's pouring whey protein into this thing. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Although I don't think he can spare any, judging from the size of his <laughs> his deltoids. <laughs> I doubt he'd waste any in a fish tank. He's but. some giant muscle blob. Oh my gosh. He's, he told me once we were pushing each other around in the hallway and he I was actually starting to make him mad and he launched me. And I knew he was mad because he said this. He said, I am literally one of the strongest people in America. Is that what he said? <laughs> he said that, and it's true, too. It is I was true. there when he set the bench press record. Uh, you were there? Yeah, dude. It was, I, I don't know, it was some suburb. It was like a powerlifting meet. It was the American amateur record for not wearing equipment when you're right. doing bench press or something. Raw? Yeah, raw. Yeah. How much did but he But anyways, he's gonna, he was just going to flush these fish. Hold on, how much did he bench? Uh, somewhere in the four or five hundreds of pounds. Because when he was explaining it to me... You know, it's all like kilograms, so it's like weird numbers right. and stuff. It's like when you get to the... There's a, a piece of equipment that they wear that's meant for safety precautions, mm-hmm. but it allows you to lift like, I don't know, like, hundreds of pounds more. Right. And uh, his, his group, they don't use that. They just get down there and they just lift. Yep. Just totally raw, like the. You know, oh, you like should have seen it, dude! Like there were all these meatheads just putting up big iron. Yeah. And then he gets up to like do the squat, and I thought that people were lifting a lot of weight until I saw what Adam had up there, and everyone was quiet. Everyone was watching him lift. Everyone wanted to see him because he went last. Cause yeah. He was, he was in his own weight class, the super heavyweight. <laughs> And he was lifting like 200% of what the heaviest guy was lifting before him. And everybody was, it was like some kind of sacred moment because yeah. everybody was hushed. Yeah. And oh my gosh, he was, and he was like a different dude. Not the kind of dude that would flush fish. So, back to the fish, let's get to the. <laughs> the meat of the story. Yeah, right. He, he's moving back to Kansas and he's like, what, look. I can't keep these things. Nobody wants to take them. So I, I said, I'll take them. Ever. I'll be here next year. I'll, I'll have them in my room for when I'm doing STL stuff over on the other side of campus. and I'll get an automatic feeder or whatever. Like We've worked it out because I'm not going to be here for a lot of time this summer. And I woke up the day of the, the day of reckoning when I was going to have to take ownership of these fish <laughs> and take responsibility for what I had promised. Honestly, one of the first thoughts I had after my morning offering was, I'm not taking those fish. (laughs) (laughs) I just flush them. I don't care. (laughs) So I went to his room after mass, and I'm like, Adam, I'm not going to take the fish. And he's like, oh, you're not? All right, well, I guess I'll just flush them. He's got like six fish in there. And then, I'm not a bleeding heart animal person at all but I'm looking at these things and we're having this discussion because then I'm like oh, I don't know man they're my nieces and they're living creatures God must have a purpose for, have, for having created them and 
Moreover, they have no idea that their entire existence hangs in the balance of what this meathead and this idiot redhead are talking about. Depending on what the conclusion of our conversation is, you will be either annihilated or allowed to continue existing. You will either be put in the same place we put our fecal matter and urine and then lost into the sands of the cesspool or you will continue to be able to swim in a beautiful castle-like underwater heaven. Yeah. And I couldn't bear the thought. So I said, all right, I'm taking them. So now I'm kind of in charge of these fish. Now you have them. DMAC's taking care of them at the moment. Which, I, uh, shout mark out, my words. Shout out to DMAC. He's, mark he's my words yeah, right now on the 20-whatever... Don't date the don't date the podcast because okay. then people will know how, yeah, how yeah. late we post them. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, mark my words on today, this day, the dog, day that this podcast the is the day posted. that this podcast right now, as you're listening at home, we're recording this, this is live by the way. In your and we're getting our first caller, <clears throat> Doctor. And I mean Mag. ever because this is not a call-in show. <laughs> Dr. D-Mag will keep his fish. Those are not Dr. D-Mag's fish. They totally are. He <laughs> bought he bought a Greek like ruins to put in the tank. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. There's columns yeah. in there. That's one of those. So he's looking after them for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still saved the fish. <laughs> Didn't I? See, even you already know this. You already know it. They're Dr. D-Rex. But you did. Those fish would be annihilated if not for That's you. That's true. Yeah. For the mission of mercy that I went on. Mm-hmm. In your merciful heart. Which began, the mission of mercy, let's be honest, it began with me resolved to let the fish be annihilated. Right. Let them be flushed. Mm-hmm. But you can really see, I think that's a great example there. Heart and not your heart. Yeah. You can see grace really work and boom there's that moment I got knocked off my horse you're off your mm-hmm. horse that's a watershed moment no pun intended for me in my Christian life mm-hmm. the day I saved the fish mm-hmm. well, it's incredible because it's you know it's keeping you busy with deacon work and ordination planning and on, on top of everything I have yeah to then become the father of multiple fish yeah damn I'm on for their physical needs I'm on for their spiritual needs less I mean if they ever do get yeah, both motorcycle. Seriously depressed, or or need to confess any of the fish sins that they commit. I mean, they're on. Yeah, let's be honest. We can see whatever whatever they do. The the glass is clear. The yeah. glass is clear. And sometimes the fish are clear. There's transparent it's a thin, fish. You can, thin veil fish. You can really see everything that goes on inside there. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you lived in a fishbowl? I don't know. That's a weird question. <laughs> That's That's a weird question. Come on. Very strange question. Bad. <laughs> I would feel bad. Yeah. Do you know the you Do you know the psych form? test that you I did? would feel like I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Do you know the psych test that you have to take to go to seminary? So this guy, a buddy of mine from Nebraska, uh, was telling me about his so he's been in seminary he's either in our class or a year maybe a year longer than us. But uh he was just like when you had to fill out the sentences, so it'd be like you know, finish oh, yeah. this finish sentence. sentence. And uh, so he said he just like didn't like didn't know what to put. And so like the one that it was like I wish my dad like blank, you know. And so he would just put like I wish my dad 
well. <laughs> I would have put like was a dinosaur. <laughs> oh man. I wish my dad well. Yeah, and so he just did that, like those type of answers for all those questions. Like, uh, the psychologist is like, oh great, we have to just throw this exam away because yeah. got all smart on it. Yeah. There was a Dr. Priest, I remember before I went into the seminary how you heard about this psych exam and all this stuff you had to do to get into the seminary, and then what the seminary's like, and mm-hmm. very fishbowl-like, Yeah, that people can do, you know, that people are always examining you and criticizing you. But I remember he talked about how you had to go to some psychological exam, and it was like some old German nun who gave the exams or something. And the classic line he had that was like, the archetype of what happened at these little psychological interrogations was this. And, uh, these monkeys in your dreams, these monkeys are there always wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's weird. <laughs> like the weirdest, you know, oh, subconscious, man. like, just kind of digging into your brain and seeing right. all the weird stuff that's going on, but... Honestly, my second exam was very, just tell me your life story, and Minus, I was yeah, very honest. And, yeah. Same. Uh, you know, what were your relationships with your parents like, and I told them that they were awful. <laughs> JK, lols. That's what you said? I said, yeah, that's, well, that would be a rough interview. Yeah. yeah. So how was your relationship with your mother? Terrible. <laughs> JK Laws. <laughs> and you'd be like, what were the last two things you said? <laughs> Are those words? I'm sorry. Those are internet abbreviations for that I'm just kidding and laughing out louds. Alright, we're going downhill here quick. Oh, this well, is all gold and you know it. Yeah, man. This is gold B sides, you know that. This is gold B sides? This is gonna be like an hour long B sides. I'm down. The B-sides are money, dude. Yeah. yeah. B-sides are my favorite. Fans are demanding more B-sides. The, so, I had thought, like, I remember I had never actually said that Armageddon analogy out loud, but it's not that good. It seriously sucks. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's... Well, it's unrecognizable to anyone born on or after 1990, yeah. apparently. No, no, I no, love that movie, true. though. I remember watching that movie. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't wanna see because I miss you, babe. And I don't wanna miss a thing. See, I didn't know that that song came from Armageddon. Oh, yeah. I've heard the song many times. Oh, it's a very yeah. famous song, right? But it's a freaking amazing. Movie. It is. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the song was. The song's not that amazing. This song's really good. Not as amazing. You as just—it's the only song that's ever okay, been played that to live this, on our to podcast. This, I'll which is sing live. a song that's amazing. Shot in the heart, and you're to blame, darling. You give love a bad name. Compare no. that to the one I sang before. That's amazing. The other song, so so. He's right. He's absolutely right. Did I paint the picture for you? Okay, but let's look at it from the lens of the spiritual life. <laughs> Should we really be comparing these yes. two songs? Continue. Comparisons are odious, Michael. Comparisons are odious. They become. Painful, unfruitful. But what is language but comparison? No, not all languages. 
<clears throat> All languages comparison. None. Not true. You can make a judgment, which is. See what I did there? Oh, God, dude. Learn a book. <laughs> dude. I've typed books before. <laughs> I've typed <laughs> books. <laughs> oh, man. How many books have you had to type to become a priest? <laughs> Too many, am I right? Too exhausting. <laughs> Imagine if you asked an author that question. How many books have you typed? <laughs> Because we didn't start the prayer, let's end with the prayer. Oh, good call. Do a little Thanksgiving. Do you want a deacon? Sure. Remember the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Are you ready? Three Dogs North are Juice, Seabisk, and Michael Metz. Conversations have been edited to sound smarter. Audio and transcripts of this episode are exclusive property of Mundelein Seminary and may not be rebroadcast without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. And down.